Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. afternoon good evening ladies and gentlemen degenerates and gamblers far and wide welcome in to episode number 169 of the talking the line podcast on this beautiful tuesday of bets also known as so you don't have to check your calendar as always november the 23rd of the year 2021 Cannot thank you enough for choosing to stop by the show as always. Can't wait to get into another loaded one. But before we do, please take a few moments to smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the TTL pod on. If you are watching on YouTube, you might as well hit that notification bell as well so you never miss the start of a live show or any additional content dropping there. But if you are watching on one of our social media platforms, make sure you hit that like or follow button there in addition so you never miss any of our additional content there. But we never forget about our audio listeners. If you're listening on your favorite podcast directory, make sure you hit that subscribe button there too as we do always release the audio of every live show after that episode is complete next item up on the docket if you could be so kind while you're watching this show or maybe whenever you're listening to this show go ahead hit that like button leave us a comment leave us a rating jump on over yonder in the live chat if you are watching live hey maybe uh hit that share button send it on over to your brothers sisters friends enemies neighbors people that live on the opposite side of the world from you but you would consider a good old-fashioned degenerate and like cash and tickets because that's what we do here at the ttl pod and we are for all the first time better to the daily degenerate Last, but certainly not least, head on over to this episode's description where you will find the Talk in the Line link tree. Within that link tree, you will locate all of the TTL crew social platforms, our additional content, and the TalkintheLine.com website so you can consume all of that however and whenever you please. Ladies and gentlemen and beautiful gambling people, joining us for episode number 169, I am your humble, hyped, honored, and always handicapping host, Colton, Captain Colt Sroka, and I can't thank you enough for choosing to stop by and hang out with me and my partner, lock in some plays, get some insights, get some analysis, dive into the usual rabbit hole or 12. I don't know who's to say, all I know is we got another loaded show on tap today. I'm a poet and I didn't even know it. It's time to bring in the second man on this here show, my partner, my co-host, the man, the myth, the degenerate gambling legend himself, and oh, let's not forget, my friends, the TTL's cruise resident Southsider and Cheesehead himself, Mr. Riley, R. Mags Magnuson. Partner! 
How you doing over there today, pal? My man, I am doing spectacular. Yesterday, uh, you know, we had an interesting day of betting yesterday. But, hey, the week trudges on. I, I take it as a little Monday sacrifice to get rocking and rolling for this feast week that we've got upon us here Tuesday through Sunday. I can't wait mm-hmm. for the rest of the week. I can't wait for today's action because we are loaded with action today, not only on our cards, but throughout the rest of the slates mm-hmm. that we didn't gamble on, that we might hammer in late, we might talk about at the end of the show. I don't know. One way or another, I'm juiced for today's show, and I'm juiced for our action today. I don't know about you. I cannot wait. Uh, if you stuck around for the end of yesterday's show, Motivation Minutes, mind a goldfish. Hey, don't let yesterday take up too much of today. And that's what we're practicing here today. Because my friends, fuck it wasn't good. Um, we're full transparency show. We ain't ever going to hide it from you. We, uh, well, well, what the fuck? Do you expect us just to not have the show here this morning and just disappear into the <laughs> abyss? You guys are out your damn minds. We're here for the long haul. And that being said, there will be days like this, mama said. Mama said there'll be days like this, mama said. So, the TTL Cruise, best bets of the day, recapped for you on this beautiful Tuesday of bets. Yesterday was not so beautiful Monday no. of bets. Uh, Mags. Had the lone win on our straight plays. Uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves covered the minus three and a half. Texas A&M, the crew play, absolutely disgusting. Yeah. Was whooping Wisconsin's ass the entire first half, and then just absolutely wheels fell off the wagon in the second half. Notre Dame, absolutely disgusting against St. Mary's. St. Mary's showing up to play some ball. Maybe my partner's got a revenge play against them today. Who knows who's to say. Opposite side of the screen, 0-3 for your boy. Oh, the Dukes couldn't get it done, but maybe I got a revenge play for them as well today. <laughs> Texas A&M for me in addition. I got the extra point and a half, was even more confident in the three and a half, and we still couldn't get it done. Hofstra, my friends, I Ugh. so very much apologize. They were up by four or six going into halftime, and uh, we're still keeping the game close with about three, four minutes left on the clock. All of a sudden, I turned around. It's a 12-point game, and they never could get it back within nine. So... My sincere apologies, Mag's sincere apologies. Mm-hmm. It's one of them their days that uh, we're going to have from time to time. Monday, Madness Parlay didn't make it to the pay window either, them sons of bitches. I knew I should have taken my Citadel Bulldogs and just hey, let, man. It, <laughs> let it go. And also, your Boston U Terriers seems yep. like they are also the play. Now, the money line Dice, as we cool off for one day, and only one day, my friends, right above us, they get steaming hot again. Let's go, They dice. cash the 76ers plus two and a half and the under in that game as well. So there you go. There you have it. All Let's of the TTL dice. crew's best bets and the money line Dice's best bets from yesterday. All right, my friends, that will be enough of that. I will not stand for any more of that shit on this here podcast. No, sir. I promise you, we will not allow it to happen. And today we have a card and a half set for rebounding. Now, excuse me. We got another early card today. Got some plays at 11. Got some plays at 1. Got some plays at 3. Some 6. Even some 8 o'clock tonight. We got some action we got to talk about. So we're going to go hyper speed through the first half of the show. That way you can lock in all of the value. We'll recap it. We'll let the dice do their daily roll while I'm thinking about it. Let me get the honorable cubicle objects that be the money line dice. Toss them over yonder. Well, maybe a little ASMR for you this morning. There they go. And then 
that'll kick off the second half of the show. So a little bit faster as usual uh, during college basketball right now. We uh, obviously have the earlier plays coming out, so we'll go a little bit faster during our analysis and everything, and then we'll slow it back down into first gear, talk some shit second half of this show. You know the drill here, so for now, quit the gossip, stop the banner, cut all the nonsense, unless partner you had anymore. No, sir. That you could go to every other sports media outlet and get you come to the TTL pod for the Stone Cold Locks, Picks, Insights, Analysis, Rabbit Holes, and running tickets to the window with the TTL crew all day and night long and expecting nothing but it. So it's time to get the proverbial podcast money train steaming back on down this track with the first segment of today's show episode number 169 once again so you don't have to check your calendar beautiful november 23rd 2021 first segment of the day our mags best bets of the day i also do believe we pissed off the podcasting gods and the Mm -hmm. gambling gods at the same time yesterday by reversing the order so we will not be doing that today going back to how the show must be one final time so we make sure we check every box on this here podcast checklist to me To you, and to all you beautiful gambling people out there sipping the black elixir of the gods, ready to get some picks, take your sip, and once you do, hey, partner, you have the floor. All righty, my man. I appreciate you. I do have one at 11 a.m., but we are landing up on that one, so I'll save that one for last. You're right. I'll kick it off. I'll kick it off here. I believe this one is 1 p.m., 1.30 p.m., somewhere around there. And I am going back. To the well, uh, a well that was not very profitable yesterday, but I do believe it is the right spot today. I'm going back Uh-oh. to the Aggies. Texas Uh-oh. A&M minus one playing Butler here in uh, tournament play. I'm blanking on which tournament that is, but that doesn't matter here today. I still think A&M is the better team. I think this is an overreaction to tomorrow's loss. Extremely recent recency bias. Seeing yesterday's their loss. Ass kick. <laughs> yeah, what did I say? Tomorrow's loss. <laughs> oh, really? Wow, We're okay. in yesterday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the it, was it was one of those days. It was one of those days. It's all right. No Mind problem. <laughs> Overreaction to the recency of yesterday's very recent loss. Seeing them get their ass kicked in the second half. I put this one closer to minus four and a half. Uh, they fell victim to Wisconsin, 11th in the country, adjusted defensive efficiency. That was an oversight on my part yesterday, our part yesterday. Butler's nowhere near that dominant on the defensive floor. I do not think A&M is going to struggle like that. And I think their offense is going to keep their pace. And, you know, uh, A&M's defense didn't have a terrible day yesterday by any means. It was the offense that had the wheels fall off against that really solid defense. So I expected the uh, offense to be a lot more consistent today, both halves, while the defense takes care of business again here. I see the Aggies, like I said, minus four and a half. I got them winning by five. So give me the Aggies today, minus one and a half. I could be wrong, but I do believe this one is jumping up. Would not take this one past three, partner. All right. Well, there you go. There you have it. Texas A&M Gigamags for uh, two and a half right now. At two and a half right now. I will go ahead and pull up some lines too as well while you're talking, but there you go. Texas A&M plus two and a half, or is it minus two and a half? Minus. Minus two and a half mm-hmm. for our mags. First best bet of the day. All right, partner. Keep it moving. Keep it grooving. Second best bet coming from you today. All right, I'll make this one a little bit quicker on this one. I'm going, like you said, a revenge play on yesterday's play. Not because of what happened yesterday necessarily, but I am taking the Oregon Ducks minus the one and a half. This one is also moving in that same direction. Minus two, minus two and a half. Again, wouldn't take it past three, but I do still like it there. Against St. Mary's here. I think St. Mary's is due for some regression. Uh, Their adjusted strength of schedule right now is 244th uh, from what they've faced so far. I think they're due for some some regression here. Uh, Their average opposing offensive efficiency is 202. Average opposing defense efficiency, 295. 
Oregon's number 20 in the country right now, adjusted offensive efficiency. So I think they are going to take care of business much more than Notre Dame was able to last night. Uh, spread the floor a little bit, hit some more threes than Notre Dame is capable of, and playing a little bit more defense than Notre Dame did last night. Um, it was a tough loss for Notre Dame. It was a really close game all game long, but I give the offensive edge to Oregon between the three teams, if you include Notre Dame as well. So I think Oregon's going to squeak this one out at the end here, get this one done by four or five point points, as well as uh, similar to the Aggies in my last pick here. So give me the Oregon Ducks, minus one and a half. Wouldn't go past minus three on this one either. Okie dokie, Otachoki. I don't know what's going on over there. I looked at the lines a few times, two and a half, down to minus one, back to two and a half, down to two, down to two and a half. I have no idea what to make of it. I don't know what St. Mary's is quite yet. I'm not going to get all the way in the boat. Not saying this is a bad play whatsoever, but I'm just no idea if Oregon is actually why. It just seems too easy for Oregon and seems too much of an overreaction. So I'm just going to sit on the sidelines, let you cash this ticket by yourself and anybody that wants to tell you for your second best bet of the day, the Oregon Ducks minus two or wherever you're finding it at. I believe you got one more that will line it. Oh, fuck. One more that we're lining up on. <laughs> I had to adjust myself because I've been t- typically sitting like this, so I look goofy when I'm over here, but we'll get that figured hey. out. Hey, Nonetheless, you mentioned it. We are lining up on this one at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time. We are going to. It has dropped down to one. Uh, I've got it at Yale minus one and a half against Southern Utah. Southern Utah Thunderbirds. Uh, there was a lot more money coming in on uh, Southern Utah about 20 minutes ago. It looked like partner starting to even out a little bit. People have been flocking to Southern Utah, but I think that's a big mistake here. You look at Yale's box scores partner, they seem pretty inconsistent. But when you really dig deep into that and put them under a microscope, they've struggled against some of the uh, some fantastic defenses in college basketball early. They're two losses. They're two and two straight up. Two losses, Vermont and Seton Hall. Vermont's 59th in the country, defensive efficiency adjusted. Seton Hall's 23rd. Those are the two teams that they've struggled the most against. The two teams that they've found success against here with our two wins. Been below average defenses. Uh, nowhere near the top 100 in adjusted defensive efficiency. And that's where Southern Utah is right now. 160th defensive efficiency adjusted. Hasn't allowed less than 70 points at a single time this year. They haven't been playing very good basketball. I don't expect it to happen today. Like I said, Yale looks inconsistent when you look at their box scores, but they're really not. They're the better team here in this one, partner. Give me the Yale. Uh, is that the Bulldogs? I should know this it one. It is the Bulldogs, yes, the baby. Yale, Yale Bulldogs minus oh, one yeah. and a half for me, partner. Absolutely. I am right there with you, my friend. And uh, unless you got anything, I'll just segue into that because that is my first best bet of the go day. Right ahead. All right, my friend. So there we go. There we have it. My first best bet as well, lining up with Mr. Magnuson. I am uh, also going on the Yale Bulldogs. I got him at minus one and a half as well. Uh, looks like it is dropping down to minus one. So you never like to see that movement. But I don't think it, we have any problems or anything we got to worry about here. It does start at 11. So make sure you get it locked in. Much like you, partner, I think that the defensive side of the ball is what's going to make the difference here for Yale. They're 53rd in opponent expected field goal percent per Ken Palm. Guess what Southern Utah is offensively? 339th in expected field goal percent. So I think they got a really, really tough time getting the ball in the basket. And I think that 77.8 points per game is just a little bit inflated for the old Thunderbirds there that are only shooting 38.6 from the floor and 27.8 from behind the three-point arc. You don't believe me and him, too, on the defensive side of the ball. 
Believe me on some free throws, my friends. It matters this time of the year. It's early tournament time. We're going to have tight back and forth games. That's why you're seeing the movement on this line. Yale shooting 75.9 from the charity stripe, where Southern Utah is only shooting 70.4%. Also, Yale limits the offensive turnovers from themselves. 65th in the nation per Ken Palm on offensive turnovers, where the Thunderbirds struggle getting turnovers defensively. They are 299th in the nation on defense per Ken Palm in defensive turnovers. Uh, Yale values their possessions. I think that's going to allow them to build a solid five, six, seven point lead and hang on to that for the majority of the game. Might get a little sweaty during that second run that I always talk about into the first half, into the start of the second half, but I think Yale has no problem taking care of this. You don't believe me. You don't believe my partner. Believe the doggone trends. Southern Utah, 3-8 and eight ATS last 11 Tuesday games. 1-4 ATS last five games played in November. 0-4 oh ATS last four overall, and all of them are in 2021. Yale is 7-2 ATS last nine Tuesday games. 13-4 ATS last 17 following an ATS loss. And this is on a neutral court, partner. I know you know that, but maybe they don't because Yale, 22 8 and 1 ATS last 31 neutral site games my friends I love the Bulldogs as well first best bet of the day for me last best bet coming from partner let's just call it a crew play the Yale Bulldogs minus one and a half lock it in right here right now today love it Okay, there you go. There you have it. Probably should have hit my best bets of the day. I was just uh, rocking and rolling, put myself big there. But hey, there you go. There you have it. All right, I'm going to keep it moving because my next play is at 11 o'clock as well. So it it was second best bet of the day. Going to the James Madison Dukes versus the Wright State Raiders. And you better motherfucking believe I'm going back to my boys. We're taking the James Madison Dukes plus one and a half. It has moved to minus one and a half. I does believe on most books. Um, but I am okay with that because one of my big parts of my analysis was I would be comfortable with taking this to about minus two, even two and a half. I think they deserve to be favored in this spot. And I think this is an overreaction from them losing yesterday. They were right there with Kent State. They actually took a late lead, hit a clutch three and then they just let the game slip away I think they realized that I think they needed that loss and I think we see the Dukes return right to form right as we've seen them winning in rapid succession already to start the year some keys of this game is going to be JMU's defense and their offense you don't believe me check out some of the key numbers they're only allowing 61.8 points per game defensively 38.1 from the floor percentage wise and 29.5 from behind the three-point arc you compare that to Wright State that is averaging 72 points three points per game however they're a little that's a little bit inflated in my opinion only 37.9 from the floor 24.2 percent from behind the three-point arc and they are 337th in uh expected field goal percent per Ken Palm so I think they have one hell of a time trying to score here today against a solid James Madison defense and I think James Madison gets back to hooping and dropping the ball in net 81.6 points per game 46.7 from the floor and 31.2 from behind the three-point arc that is going up against a Wright State D that's allowing 79.8 points per game allowing opponents to shoot at 45.2 field goal percent and a 29.9 three-point field goal percent. I've told you this about 10 times already, even though they've only played five times. James Madison relies on the turnovers, and they're going to be able to do that here today. They're 26 still in the nation per Ken Palm offense or defensive turnover percent. Wright State on offense, 180th. So they are going to depend on that turnover, turnover percent, but you don't believe me, believe the trends. Wright State, 
7 and 16 ATS last 23 Tuesday games, 1 and 4 ATS last 5 played in Noviembre. And when they were the favorite, which it was the wrong line, they're 0 and 6 ATS, their last 6 as a favorite. James Madison 4 and 0 ATS last 4 Tuesday games, 8 and 2 ATS last 10 as a dog. The books know they messed up. It's flipped now, but they're also 5 and 1 straight up last 6 as a dog. So the books really know they messed up. I think I would really be comfortable taking this to minus 2.5. Give me all the James Madison Dukes, what I got it at, plus one and a half for my second best bet of the day. I like it, my man. I locked it in with you pre-show. I love your boys. These are your boys, but I love backing them with you in these spots love as well. Love them. And I think they get right back to uh, form from I think yesterday. So a little bit of an overreaction. So there you go. All right, next best bet coming from me, my friends. We're going back to another team, Ivy League team, that is quickly becoming my other boys. Oh, check out that eyebrow touch and look. We have Mags don't even know where I'm going yet. Pennsylvania Quakers against the Towson Tigers, and I'm taking the Quakers, baby. Quake them. I don't even know if that's what they say, but that's fucking (laughs) sick. That's what they say now. Uh, That's that's what they say, baby. Let's go quake them. All right, so got them at plus three. One of my key points of my analysis, I was going to say, man, I would take this down to minus a half, honestly. I think this is a tight game, and they win this in some absolute insane fashion by one point. Well, it's down to plus one and a half on most books, plus one in some locations. I am just fine with it at the plus one and a half because it was actually getting more of a public percentage when it was at plus three. Now it's only getting 53% of bets, but a whopping 81% of money. I think that is more than reasonable, and I think this is actually the side that needs to be played on. Even though you look at these teams a little bit higher level, eh, maybe Towson is a little bit more of a brand-name team. They should be a little bit better of a team. I think Pennsylvania, just because they didn't play last year, they are pissed off, and they're ready to come back and play some games. They've been in some hotly contested contests to start the season so far, and I think that just because of that, that keeps them in this game. But I do see some other keys here. I do think it's going to be a really offensive game, but since that is the case, Pennsylvania actually kind of has the edge. Don't believe me? Check out some key stats. Pennsylvania, 72 points per game, shooting 43.9% from the floor and 37.5 from behind the three-point arc. They are 98th in expected field goal percent per Ken Palm. Compare that to Towson, 71.3, so uh, shooting about, they're putting about the same amount of points in the bucket, but... 38.8 field goal percent, 28.33 point field goal percent, and 284th in expected field goal percent, my friends. I believe that Penn has just enough offense or maybe even a lot more offense looking like at this point in time, especially with that expected field goal percent to keep them in this game and potentially even get them the outright win. I said it earlier, but I think they win this by a point or maybe even something crazier. And I've said it already here in multiple analysis, free throws matter this time of the year, my friends. Penn is shooting 75.5 from the stripe and Towson only shooting 70.2%. This game's going to be sweaty, my friends. Don't bet on it if you don't want to sweat. You're going to have to have Coyones to play this one with me, my friends. But you don't believe me. Believe the trends. Penn is 8-1 ATS, their last nine Tuesday games. They're 7-1 ATS, their last eight Tuesday games played on the road. They're 7-3 ATS, their last 10 as a road puppy. Towson. 2-5 ATS, last 7 as a favorite. 1-5 ATS, last 6 as a home favorite. That's correct. This is not at a neutral site. This is not at a neutral court. They are 1-5 ATS, last 6 as a home favorite. And 1-5 ATS, last 6 
following an ATS win. Can you say letdown? Can you say Quakers quake, baby? I sure can. (laughs) And that's going to be my third best bet of the day. Pennsylvania Quakers plus three, but just fine at plus one and a half. I love it, my man. You gotta, you gotta quake them when you can quake them. Quake them. I, uh, <laughs> I locked quake it in a plus son. one and a half. I caught them a little late. Uh, did I hear you drop down a not just a day of the week trend, but a road day of the week trend? Tuesdays on the road. <laughs> you better believe it. I love it. I love it, dude. I love it so much. Uh, this might be uh, my favorite play of yours for the day, if I do say so myself. I like I, this one a lot. I think so. Um, it, it was, and then I found my next play, and I wrote in all caps next to it. Favorite exclamation, exclamation, exclamation. So I hope you can get over to this one with me, my friends. We're going to, for my, yeah, fourth and final best bet. Yeah. Or no, I got five. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize. This is my fourth. Uh, So we got, yeah, five all together, right? One, two, three, four, five. Yes, I'm sorry. So we got eight plays to dish out. Okay, but that does it for the 11 o'clock. All the rest of these are later on in the afternoon. So uh, I apologize. Penn is at one. So, and everything else is six o'clock or later now. So get everything hammered in. Now we can take just a little bit of a breath, but we're going to keep it steaming. Two more plays coming for me. Next one up, we're going to the matchup between the Wofford Terriers up against the South Carolina Gamecocks. And we're going to the Wofford Terriers, plus five and a half. It's down to four and a half now on most books, and you might see some money and bet percentage on that and think, oh boy, they're becoming a public dog. And I don't think so. I don't believe that's the case. I think the books really messed up on this one, and they should have made Wofford the favorite because I would take this all the way down to plus three and a half, and I wrote that before I even saw it drop down to plus four and a half. So I am very comfortable even with what looks like to be a good majority of the public on the Wofford side. I just think it's a good majority of college basketball bettors that know that this line is messed up. Much like the previous uh, analysis that I gave, this is going to be an offensive-type game. Um, It's going to come down to Walford being better on the offensive side of the ball. They're scoring 86 points per game, shooting 50.8% from the floor, 36.6 from behind the three-point arc, and they're 147th in expected field goal percent. Compared that to South Carolina, obviously a much bigger brand name, but only uh, sinking 70.3 points per game, or uh, yeah, 40.6 field goal percent, 28.13 point field goal percent, and 250th in expected field goal percent. Another thing uh, is going to be key is the turnover. South Carolina offensively, 319th in the nation per Ken Palm in offensive turnovers, 41st on the defensive side of the ball, but I don't think that matters because surprisingly, Wofford, 51st in the nation in offensive turnovers per Ken Palm and 50th on the defensive side of the ball. This also is going to come down to free throws. Charity stripe money, my friends. Wofford, 71.3% from the stripe compared to South Carolina's 68.5%. This is going to come down to small little numbers like that. And I think this one might even finish a one to two. It's a one bucket game, either two or three points either way. And I think Wofford has a shot of winning it outright. You don't believe me? Take the points and believe the trends. Wofford, five and two ATS last seven overall. South Carolina, two and six ATS last eight Tuesday games. Three and nine ATS last 12 overall. South Carolina. 2-5 2-5 and five ATS last seven home games, 1-5 ATS last five as a home favorite, and 1-5 ATS last six following an ATS win. Wow, both of these plays are really, really, really similar when it comes to a stat perspective, which makes me love them even more, this one in my previous play with Penn. So give me the Wofford Terriers plus 5.5, plus 4.5, just fine with that too, for my fourth best bet of the day. I locked it in at four and a half, my man. I like this one quite a bit, too. I feel like we've seen some success. I don't have any concrete numbers on hand here where 
a big power five team such as South Carolina is less than a five point mm -hmm. favorite mm -hmm. and it tricks a lot of people yeah, that haven't been tapped into college basketball into thinking that's an easy win against against yeah. these uh, mid-major teams and Walker yeah, yep. is a really good team mm -hmm. we're not too far removed from uh, South Carolina being a three and a half point dog to UAB mm -hmm. I mean uh, I, I don't know about you but I don't think Wofford's too far removed from uh, UAB if better in no, my opinion. yeah, I would, uh, I would definitely say better than UAB, and I think they, uh, they definitely give South Carolina a run for their money here today. They might even win it outright. Might be one of the bigger upsets of the day. I actually think we got one uh, in our two for Tuesday parlay that might be the bigger upset oh, of the oh, day. Oh. But we'll talk about that here in just a minute. One final play before we get to that special play on the third segment of the day. Going to the last college basketball matchup we love on the slate. Uh, me and my partner already talked about this pre-show. He uh, is pretty much all the way on it with me, but we'll get him 100% over with a little bit of analysis as well as you guys. Virginia Cavaliers versus Providence Friars. Going to the Providence Friars, minus one and a half. Let me make sure for you as well that uh, the line is still at the same here. I know it looked, oh yeah, kicked up to two and a half on some books. I am just fine with that. Um, I would take that at minus two and a half. I wouldn't take it over any uh, anything bigger than that. I think it comes down to write a three ball game somewhere in there, but... Again, it might be a lot bigger than that. I think Providence is a much better team, and this really isn't a fade of how bad Virginia has been offensively, but I still think Providence or Providence's let's try and say that five times fast. Providence's offensive edge is really going to be prevalent here in this game. Providence is uh, averaging 76.2 points per game, shooting 50% from the floor, 37.3 from behind the three-point arc, 52nd per Ken Palm in adjusted offensive efficiency, and 22nd in expected field goal percent. That's going up against Virginia's offense, who's only averaging 62.2 points per game, shooting 40.2 from the floor, 29.7 from behind the three-point arc, 95th in a uh, adjusted offensive efficiency and 247th in expected field goal percent per Ken Palm. That's one of the keys uh, is the offensive side of the ball, but there's two more keys or maybe even three that I really think are going to make the difference here. It's going to come down to experience and continuity. Providence is 13th in experience and 83rd in continuity. So they're a much more mature team and they have a lot more cohesion on their side of the ball because you compare that to Virginia, 168th in experience, 250th in continuity. Young team, very lack of uh, that same cohesion on that side of the ball. And another thing is going to be the depth. Providence is inside the top 250. Virginia is outside the top 300. You look at them with the numbers. I didn't even write them down because they looked a little bit closer than what they actually are. But again, Providence inside the top 250. Virginia outside the top 300. And last but not least is going to be the height. I think that's going to be a huge factor. We're going to see that play large into Providence's hands today. They're 92nd in the nation at, uh, on height per Kempom as a team, where Virginia is only 166th. I know that doesn't seem like a huge gap, but it's a huge gap. 75, 74 is pretty doggone huge in ranking when you're coming to height in college basketball. So you don't believe me in all of that? Believe me in on the trends. Virginia, 3-9 ATS last 12 overall. 2-6 ATS last 8 as a neutral site underdog. 1-4 ATS last 5 neutral games overall. The Friars, 4-0 ATS last 4 versus a team with a winning straight-up record. And 8-3 ATS their last 11 games versus an ACC opponent. Give me the Providence Friars, minus 1.5 and just comfortable with 2.5 as well for my final best bet of the day. I'm uh, I'm staying away from this one, partner. Okay. I do like the pick. I do like the pick, but I uh, 
I agree with you as far as Virginia having some struggles so far. I think they'll get better as the season goes on. I uh, I don't know. I just trust uh, Tony Bennett a little too much to bet against him. Uh, and, uh, it's you, being a, t- it's you being a Tony so. Bennett homer. Ah, I, I get what so. it is. And I, I really so. I really like Providence as coach. I can't think of him off the top of my head, but uh, I really like him I'm as a coach. Blank so. too. I do yeah, like him, see, and I do yeah. like Providence, but yeah. uh, I think you so. got the right pick. I'm just not going to be on it. Sorry. All right. Hey, no problem. Much like I'm not going to be on Oregon either. So there you go. There you have it. All of my best bets of the day. Let's keep it moving with the special play of the day. The two for Tuesday parlay. Now, this is a collegiate two for parlay. One football pick, one basketball pick. We are going to a matching matchup tonight. Matter of fact, the one between the Buffalo Bulls and the Ball State Cardinals. We're taking the Bulls plus six and a half for the first leg on the two for Tuesday parlay. think they got a lot of value there. think this finishes a lot closer to a field goal. I don't know about you, partner, but I think we're in for a sweat and a half, and the Bulls might end up winning this game outright. I'm thinking so. I mean, we keep talking about how valuable these dogs are in these matching games. I think it's another another case where I don't see any reason why Ball State should be favored by close to a touchdown mm-hmm. against any team that isn't the absolute bottom of the barrel, which Buffalo hasn't been fantastic, but they're not the bottom of the barrel. The whole action is top to bottom, really, really close. And like you said, whether it's a field goal and screw key numbers, like we said last week, yep. I think it's going to be a one or two point game like these games have been wild or maybe even a five point win one way or another either way i love the buffalo bulls with those points man i don't think they should be that much of an underdog most definitely i agree with you everything you said there all right first leg how about the second leg this is our college basketball leg and you're gonna have to uh, drink a little extra coffee grab the nitroglycerin pills for this one because we're going to match up between portland and portland state and we're taking the Portland Pilots, plus seven and a half or plus six and a half, wherever you're finding it on your book. We're comfortable with that. Even comfortable with it down to plus four and a half, my friends. Absolutely love the Pilots. They should be favored in, in this spot, in my opinion. I think this is going to be a back and forth type of game. And hey, you know, this isn't a huge type of analysis, but what, it always seems that not the non-state school, when you're playing an in-state game like Illinois, IS, Illinois State, the the non-state school is going to whoop that ass. So I don't know why they're plus seven and a half. It seems really backwards. I th- I think they should be favored, so I would take this down to even them being a potential favorite. I don't think we see that movement, but I love it at plus seven and a half or plus six and a half. Anything from you on that one, partner? No, I mean, I echo most of the same thing. I think Portland's a better team. I, oh, yeah. I just don't see it here with Portland State. They're 2-1 and one straight up, but they I believe two of them are either exhibition games or just like D2 opponents. I'm not even seeing it showing up on this uh, tracking app here. Yep. Got their butts whooped by Oregon State. I don't think they're a good team. I agree. So there you go. There you have it. The two legs on the two for Tuesday parlay. We are taking the Buffalo Bulls plus six and a half and the Portland Pilots plus six and a half as well. Probably like that on most books or plus seven. Either way, parlayed up for plus 265, 270 odds right around in that ballpark. Let's get that plus money two-legger to the pay window. Okay. So there we go. There we have it. Let's, how about we recap? All of uh, our best bets from today, my friend. Uh, Let me get them up here ready to rock and roll for the viewing pleasure of all of us uh, out here today. 
Uh, we got the uh, what did it end up being, partner? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven plays in total, and then uh, the two for Tuesday parlay. So eight plays from the TTL crew, seven plays and a special play. My partner is frozen in prime time. I was wondering why I was seeing the uh, the old uh, internet connection go there. Partner, can you hear me? He cannot hear me. He has done disappeared. So hopefully he comes back. I am going to make his screen go away just for now because we don't want to see that. So <laughs> let's bring in the TTL crew's best bets of the day. Hell of a time for that. Apparently it's not a great day in the Windy City for internet. So without further ado, let's bring it in. Here we go. Oh yeah, your boy can do it by himself. How about that action? All right. So we got our max picks right next to me. Three picks coming today. We have Yale minus one and a half, Texas A&M minus one and a half, and the Oregon Ducks minus one and a half. Yale, we are lining up together, trying to keep it all together. Speaking of together here, who knows what the hell's happening on today's show? Me as well. I'm on the Yale Bulldogs minus one and a half on the James Madison Dukes plus one and a half. Those both of those games are at eleven. Make sure you get them hammered in ASAP. Taking also the Penn Quakers, plus three and a half. Okay with it at plus one and a half as well. The Wofford Terriers, plus five and a half. All right with it at plus four and a half. And the Providence Friars, minus one and a half. Now, it wouldn't be complete to talk about today's two for Tuesday parlay without my partner below me. Today's special play, the two legs on that bad boy, the Buffalo Bulls, plus six and a half. And the Portland Pilots, plus seven and a half or plus six and a half. We're fine with it anywhere, maybe even all the way down to plus four and a half. Parlay those bad boys up, plus two. 65 odds. Let's get it to the pay window. All eight of these bad boys. But before we can, we need you to lock them in. Hammer them home. Sprinkle a little bit of dough town. Whatever you need to say, just make sure you get today's TTL crew best bets of the day that are primed for ticket cash in in it, whatever the current best line is on your favorite sports book. Apologies, my man. Hey, welcome back, partner. How you doing? Uh, were you plugged into internet there or unplugged or what the hell happened, man? I was plugged in. Now I'm unplugged and it's working better. I don't know what the hell's going on over here. Did you end up getting that Cat6 Ethernet cable, I my friend? I most certainly did. No shit. I don't know what the well, hell just happened. Huh? Well, partner just done disappeared. Him. Your boy kept the, uh, kept the show moving, kept the show grooving, just recapping some plays. You came back for the two for Tuesday, so hey. We're good to go. There you go. There you have them. All right. Uh, outside of that, my friend, let's see here. That does it for all of our plays. Uh, the Our card is kicking off here in about 22 minutes. We'd love to sweat those out. So let's uh, start the second half of the show here. We'll do a little money line dice roll. Uh, get into some RMAG sidebar and some leans, a little bit of banter, some announcements, motivation minutes, get y'all out of here, all encompassing in one file swoop. First things first, Moneyline Dice roll of the day. The honorable cubicle guests are on set. Partner, could you be so kind as to indulge our kind viewers out there as to what the matchup is today? Who's the home team? Who's the away team? What's the line set at? What's the total set at? And maybe as well so the dice can be aware. I'll let them hear too. All right, dice, listen up. So we've got the Toledo Rockets, minus two and a half. This one is at a neutral uh, neutral site in this one. Toledo and Tulane. 
I almost said at Tulane. It is Toledo and Tulane. Mm-hmm. I believe this one is in the Bahamas, like we had yesterday, one of these games. I believe this one is in that convention center that we had pulled up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could be totally wrong about that, but I don't think I am. Mm-hmm. Two and a half, and the total is at 144 and a half. Two and a half, 144 and a half. You got that? Okay. They flipped. They're good to go, dude. Okay. All right. So we got Toledo versus Tulane. Tulane is the puppy dog plus two and a half. It is a neutral court game, and the total is at 141 and a half. Without further ado, the first roll of the day. Home or away, are we taking? Actually, neither one. It's well, a actually, neutral site. But we'll say Tulane is the home team. That's who's yeah, listed yeah, as yeah, the home yeah, team. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, 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 even though it's a neutral site, you still got to have a home and away team. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Tulane is the home side of the die, and the away side, that is a V, that is an A, would be Toledo. We all find out. Decide the dice will choose in three, in two, in. Shit! That was dumb. That was real dumb. That sucker took the fuck off, dude. Gone? It, oh, it died. Yeah, hey, so just just a little bit of Jeopardy music, if you would be so kind. I'll be right back. That bastard okay. took off. Holy shit. Or maybe just fucking, you know, any, anything you can come up with. I'll be back! This is a fucking joke! Holy shit! Welcome to the show, folks! Welcome to the fucking TTL pod. Okay, alright. All right, my friends, I sent that son of a bitch (laughs) on the opposite side of my desk, boys. Holy cow, that thing took off. Okay, once again, we find out in three, in two, a little bit more calmer now in one. Away team. Okay, Toledo. Away team it is. All right, second roll of the day. Are we taking Toledo on the spread, minus two and a half? Or are we uh, getting just a little bit chalky with their money line? We find out in three, in two, in one. ATS rolled onto okay, the paper. That was a little quieter. ATS. All right, and last but not least, wild card roll of the day. Are the dice doubling down away ATS? Are they going to need to re-roll, or are they going to the total? We all find out in three, in two, in one. Away ATS. I shit you not. Oh, they double down on down. The away ATS. It. Okay, dice. Okay. The dice have spoken! If you want a guaranteed take one ticket to the window tonight, not two, not three, not four, not five, just one from the money line dice. No questions, no qualms, no quarries, none of the bullshit. Hammer in right now. The Toledo Rockets. Minus two and a half. Thank you, Dice. Thank you, Dice. I'm hammering it in, baby. I okay. trust the Dice today. Okay. I uh, I should have trusted him yesterday. Two and zero. Oh. Seriously. I uh, I did. I yeah. I just didn't lock it all the way in. I wanted to. just wanted to track it. See what the old Dice did. I and know. they go two and zero. Oh. They say don't fucking doubt us. So hey, two and zero oh start to the week. They're ready to rock and roll. They have doubled down on their third best bet, the Toledo Rockets. Minus two and a half. 
All right. Thank you, Dice. Thank you, Dice. Okay. A little afternoon action. Just a little extra Mm -hmm. afternoon action. Mm -hmm. Okay. Without further ado, my friends, that does it for today's Moneyline Dice Roll of the Day. Gone a little bit faster uh, than usual through the first half. So now it's time to kick it on back just a little bit. Slow it on down. Talk some shit. Get into the latest and greatest nonsense across the sports and sports gambling universe. So without further ado, partner, anything burning on the brain, melting on the heart, festering on the soul, you have been dying to get out to the kind folks that joined us on episode number 169 of the Talking the Line podcast on this absolutely beautiful November 23rd, 2021. My man, I know we've got another day before Thanksgiving, but uh, let's have a quick chat about these uh, Thanksgiving NFL lines. How do you uh-huh. say it? Huh? Okay, I thought we were going to do some lines on Thanksgiving sides, but I will also talk about some NFL Thanksgiving lines. Oh, so maybe we'll go. do a little bit of that action. <laughs> hey, maybe we'll, we'll do a little. We'll do a little. I, okay, that'll segue. So Thanksgiving lines, please, for fuck's sakes, please. Let's not talk about what I think you're about to start this off and talk about I mean, with. <laughs> there's three games. We got three games to talk about. There's one that starts before the other two. Excuse me one moment. (laughs) First game on tap, the Chicago Bears travel to Detroit on Thanksgiving. Bears laying three and a half on the road against the Dan Campbell Lions. Looking for their first win, partner. Rumors swirling this morning that this is going to be Matt Nagy's last game. I'd put... uh, a nice little dime that uh, the Bears are going to come out today and say that they're uh, committed to Matt Nagy for the rest of the season. Now, that's nothing uh, nothing that we're talking about as far as Thursday is concerned. I honestly, I, I don't know that I'm going to bet on the Lions in this one, if I'm being totally honest. I feel like this is another spot where the entire world wants the Lions to get their first win, and it might not be the spot. And I don't know that it's going to be the spot this time around, partner. Oh, I, you know, I just love your kind words. You're such a sweetheart. I, I appreciate it so much fucking much you know what you know what you know how much no first of all you know how much (laughs) much more of a bigger dick i could have been this entire year on this damn show i know when my team is second in the damn nfc (laughs) so so what i will say is that it's so shitty this year is that i there's no no way in hell matt Nagy is not the coach for the rest of the year Y'all might as well just strap in, get ready for that. The Bears ain't getting rid of a coach midseason. It just does not happen. It's not going to happen. The whole clickbait, I don't know if it's clickbait shit or if it's a reliable source. I don't read enough of whatever patch.com is. The first time I've ever heard of patch.com. Probably the first time I've ever heard of talkingtheline.com, so I can't really say that much shit. We're peons, but on this totem pole, but I don't know what the fuck that is. I didn't look too deep into it or read into it, but... I highly doubt that they're going to let him coach on Thanksgiving and say, there you go, sit on out of here, we'll see you later. I I just, I don't think so. I also think you're right with your synopsis that uh, everybody and their dogs and their cats and their lions are going to be on the lions, plus three and a half. Currently, 65% of bets on that son of a gun, but 85% actual money wagered. On the lions? Yeah. 
for on the Lions right now. So plenty of severe monetary liability for you. Uh, shout out newbie talks. Um, actually, not shout out because you had to put this out in the world. Uh, I, said that the Lions were going to get their first win. I just don't. I don't know. I don't see. It I actually happening. don't see it. I have no interest in laying the three and a half. I'll tell no, you that. With the Bears, I have no interest Absolutely on either side. Do that. I have I no think... interest in puking up my Thanksgiving <laughs> meal watching the fucking Bears either. So I don't know why right. they're subjecting us to this. It's ridiculous. But having said all of that, I. Think, I don't think this is a bad matchup for Andy Dalton. Like both <laughs> quarterbacks have certain matchups where they fare better. Why'd you have I to remind me of that? Oh. I, I think Andy Dalton, compared to Justin Fields in this specific game, I'm not saying they should start Andy Dalton for the long haul. Fields is healthy, but I think Dalton might fare better in this game than Fields would have in this specific game here without I mean, that pressure. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like it was only a matter of time before QB one got hurt like that. Man, like yeah. the, the O line is just bad, 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 and. I mean, I, I think we see Andy get blown up a few times, even Maybe. against a really, really, really lackluster Lions defense. So I ain't interested in laying the three and a half. I ain't interested in taking the three and a half. Um, we, also, we also don't know who's playing QB for the Lions, I don't think, unless I'm mistaken there. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure if uh, old Goff will be I was, back or I was what hearing the good things is. about Goff, but still not sure. I don't know. Uh, as far as the total goes, set at 41 and a half, over getting 52% of bets, but 68% actual money wagered on the total. So, not hmm. terrible, not great. Uh, I think that's going to be a stay away from me, my friend. You know I don't bet on the Bears regardless either way if they're in a uh, fade spot or take spot. Well, actually, I took them last week and they ended up cashing for me. But sure. Still really sucked for them to lose and cash a ticket. I, I can't I can't tell you that just because I added some to my bankroll that I was super excited about it because it was the Bears still losing. So please carry on. Can we get off of this fucking game? Please and thank you. For sure, we can get off of this game. Number thank two, you. Thank you. it's actually gotten uh, jumped up with a hook. Minus seven and a half, Cowboys at home against the Las Vegas Raiders. If the Cowboys fucking didn't look Cowboys... great on Saturday, but... If the Cowboys don't, don't lose this by four or win this by fourteen points, I'm out. I'm out of my mind. I don't know what's going on in the NFL. If they, and I told you already. I told you uh, it's probably Monday. Yeah, it was yesterday. I think it was. Or maybe even Sunday. I don't know. Maybe we talked about this off the show. But watch. Dallas is going to be that team plus two and a half. That was the perfect spot to back them. They lose it outright, and then all of a sudden, oh, they're going to be back this week, and they're going to win by 35 points, and everybody's going to see like. the key number of seven and a half. Oh, we have to take the Raiders. I don't think so, and I think it's at a key number of seven and a half because Uncle Billy, Uncle Johnny, Cousin Tommy, Aunt Sally, Aunt Lucy, Grandpa Jim, Grandpa Billy, Grandpa Joe are all going to have a fucking wager on this game, my friends, and all of them are going to say, well, look at that. Game's finished at a doggone touchdown, and we're getting a hook above the touchdown. You got the doggone take the underdog. Don't do it. I, I really think Dallas is going to win this by shit. Even if they don't win it by 21, I would be surprised, man. I think they're going to freaking so, run man. the Raiders out of the star, and it's going to be a bad Thanksgiving for the Raiders. I think so, too. That's kind of what I was thinking, too. I I think the Cowboys' defense is going to have their best day that they've had in a while, kind of get back to what we a lot of people were talking about a few weeks ago. I think their offense will jump back in. Raiders haven't scored over 16 points the last three weeks. Giants, Kansas City, and Cincinnati, whose uh, defense gave up 30 spots to the damn Jets. So I think the Raiders are broken. What you got over there? Where are you leaning on the total? The total? Yeah. What's the total at? 
So that's that was well, no, that was going to be my fucking point. So if you're, are you just kind of just straight up, like, are you feeling a little bit? This should be an over type of game, or this should be an under type of game. I feel it should be kind of an over type of game, but I think, but the under getting forty eight percent of bets, sixty three percent of money, fifty one consensus. But right now, points bet is offering the total. At 54 and a half, every other book across market consensus is at 50 and a half. Huh. Why would that be a four and a half point difference or a four That's point good. difference either way? So every other book, DraftKings, FanDuel, Westgate, uh, Bet Rivers, all have them set at 50 and a half points bet, 54 and a half. And that's a big discrepancy. So interesting. I don't know what that means. I don't know. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means that's either. That's a little weird. I might I might be doing some team totals in this one. I'm gonna pop that up really quick because I think the Cowboys twenty eight and a half for the Cowboys, twenty one for the Raiders. I might take that Raiders under twenty one. They haven't like I said, they haven't scored over sixteen yeah, in the last score. three weeks. Yeah. And obviously that's not a straight deduction, but I and I'll no. look into it more. But I'm interested in that team total under. Might be interested. Twenty eight and a half is a tough number to get over, but I think their I think their defense is either gonna score or get them in the red zone. At least once or twice. So I, I think they at least get thirty-one. Yeah, I think thirty-one. That's what I think. Yeah, that's what I think too. Oh, uh, yeah. I think that's kind of where I would be interested. But I also think that uh, that plus seven and a half, everybody and their dogs are going to be on that. Back in that, I didn't look at the uh, split while I was in there um, looking at it, but I think that uh, that kind of feels like, yeah. Uh, and it's public side. Uh, public side is still Dallas, sixty-six percent of bets. But yeah. I, I don't know. That might move around a little bit by old Thanksgiving morning. Uh, that is the midday game at 3.30. Partner, indulge us. What's the late game? Last one, uh, Bills-Saints. Bills find themselves at 6-4 and four, right on the edge of the AFC playoff picture out of nowhere. Uh, Saints on the edge of the NFC playoff picture, a little bit different at the back end there. 5-6 and six straight up. Bills laying four on the road in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I, I want the Bills, but I, I think we said it yesterday. I think it was on the show, if not off the show, but I think it was on the show I don't like betting on or against the Saints right now because there's going to be days where they look terrible and there's going to be days where they look fantastic. Right. And I don't know. I don't know what you're feeling on this mm. one, but I, at the moment I'm staying away, but I do want the Bills. <sighs> yeah, I think I want the Saints, and I think it's going to be the classic we're going to show down on this one like we did last night. <sighs> and I, I just I, – I'm not all the way sold on it, but the fact that now they're all the way up to four and a half after uh, Philly beats them and then Buffalo lays an absolute egg, it just seems like a setup to me. It seems way too easy for Buffalo. I, I don't know, man. I think I, so, too. And, and even, even after <sighs> – I feel like it should have gone up, not gone down. I mean, it lost the hook in the wrong direction. I don't know why it did that with them getting 72% of bets, so it definitely doesn't make me happy at all. And, you know, right. think about it. What did we talk about yesterday? Is that watch out for the daggum Patriots. Watch out, my friends. The old Bills might not be as good shape as we originally anticipated. Do you think that the casual Thanksgiving fan and better is going to dig that deep into it? Or are they going to see the Bills and, oh, they're going to be the AFC champions, dude? Oh, oh hell yeah. They don't. I think, so. I think uh, you're right. I, I think, think you're 100% right. I think that's where it is. 72% and of bets already fallen on them. Maybe yeah. worst case, it's just because I, I still really like that Saints defense in certain spots. May, I mean, plus the four could be a scrappy, scrappier game, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, plus four and a half, plus four. I I really like that, honestly. In NFL, we've talked about that a lot too. So, yeah, yeah I uh, I might lean. If I'm leaning anywhere, I'm leaning Saints, Dallas, and I'm staying away from Chicago, Detroit. <laughs> 
that's where I would be on the three Thanksgiving days games. Yeah, How about just, you? Uh, take, uh, I, I, I'm right there with you. I think you got me interested, really interested in the Saints, honestly. And I, I probably will be laying that with the Cowboys as well. Most def. Uh, outside of that, how about some lines on favorite Thanksgiving sides? I'm sure, okay. we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about this. Uh, I mean, I don't even know how you make lines, but I'm sure we'll talk about this a little bit more tomorrow as we kind of have a Thanksgiving send-off spectacular because we won't see it Thursday and Friday. But, right. um, dude, I, you know, people call me fucking crazy, but I don't know. Just around this time of the year, there's nothing like some good pickle beets. Now I bet you everybody would probably on 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 terms of like even top five odds, it would it would be it would be out of the it would be out of the stratosphere. I don't even beats. I don't even know that you could set plus twelve hundred odds for them being a an absolute favorite for Thanksgiving time. But me personally, big fan of pickled beets. Also, green bean I, casserole, big time okay. big time fan GB casserole. Okay. Um, you're you not know, really talking my language. I'm going to be totally honest. You're not really talking my language over here. You know, you can miss me, honestly, <laughs> with turkey. Honestly, you can yeah. you can send turkey down the road. Uh, my aunt does these chicken chunks that are outside sure. of this sure, fucking sure. world. Uh, so I'm always about those. Stuffing, I can get down with time to time, but it's got to be a, some stuffing. If it's it's got to be a good stuffing. You, you had mm-hmm. some people just add too much doggone basil or thyme to it, and it just smacks you right in the doggone teeth. And I don't need that in my doggone stuffing. Just nice and no. easy, mellow flavoring. I'm down with that. Oh yeah. What 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 are you feeling? When speaking your language sideways, what are you feeling sideways? So I'm uh, I'm pretty classic. I for the most part I agree with you about turkey. I, I I wouldn't be crying if it's not there. I do like a little turkey on Thanksgiving, just to uh-huh. you know, just for the eh, sake. Of it. You know, not it married is that to that time though. of the year. Not yeah. married to it though. Also, sons of bitches are the fucking twenty seven bucks a pound yeah. or some shit this year. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> it's wild. <laughs> Um, I'm a big, big, uh, I do like stuffing. Uh, my sister-in-law makes some good stuffing. I'm a big fan of that. Twice baked potatoes. Oh, oh, oh yeah. that's a good one oh, right there at Thanksgiving. I haven't had me um, a good twice tater in a while. Mm. I'm a big mashed potatoes guy. Big, big mashed potatoes and gravy. Got to get a mess of those. Yeah. Um, and then the I'd last agree. one, Magnuson family staple, uh, cinnamon and applesauce. Cinnamon a sauce, oh. dude. I'm, oh, I can't all tell holidays, you last not time just I- Thanksgiving. Really? Thanksgiving, Christmas, Easter, all of really? them. Mags and Staple, Grandma Mags. Grandma Ooh. Mags fuck, fucking up the applesauce R. I. P., game. But, uh, the, yeah. the cinnamon Passed applesauce game. Hey, R.I.P., passed it down. Moment of silence for Grandma Mags. Thank you. Thank you for your thank moment you, of silence. Because that, uh, that cinnamon applesauce, dude, it's like borderline dessert, but you throw it. You, I, I, you got me signed up. I don't even oh know what shit gosh, looks like. Dude, I'll, I, give I, that I, recipe. I'll eat a tub of applesauce. I don't give a damn. If you, you go to a restaurant and they got as an option on the sides as applesauce, you better believe one of them on my plate will be applesauce. This is like, so you and I went to that nice restaurant in Milwaukee, and it was like, we saw cornbread on there, and we were like, this place has got to have some bomb cornbread if it's just on the menu. You look at the Magnuson family menu, you see that cinnamon applesauce, that's that one. Must get, must get. There's a reason that's on there. So like the sides are like 99 cents added in the Magnuson family. You want to get the Uh applesauce, it's like a a buck fitty. Like a buck fitty for that little bit of a premium side. Okay, all right. Hey, I I will admit. I down with uh, the premium sides. Not afraid to dish out a little extra dough for a premium side. Don't care about it. I will admit, uh, my girlfriend and I tried to make it last year. Did not go well. Only thing that we've uh, ever struggled Uh-oh. to make. I don't know what the hell happened. My uh, my mom can cook it up nicely, but uh, I don't know what we did wrong. 
Okay. All right. Well, know. hey, uh, totally not any type of uh, Thanksgiving meal, but uh, I know we do a lot of crockpot shit. I uh, mm. did uh, gave somebody my ma actually the uh, beef and broccoli recipe that nice. I uh, been talking about all the time. Absolutely loved it. Uh, you guys want that one? Let me know. I know that I dissed that out to you as well. So yeah, make sure I you make that. Yet, that but shit I just gotta is get those ingredients. Fire. Um, but Thanksgiving, you know, I, I like a good, uh, a good Pillsbury roll too. You know, you get oh, a can first. of those, above two bucks, whatever the hell the Most thing definitely. is. Maybe I just run to Aldi, grab me some of those. Who knows what the hell's going on? Um, outside of that, yeah, dude, I know people think I'm weird, but I fucking love some pickle beets. Pickle beets, I, I huh? fucking love okay. pickle beets. Not all the time. I know everyone loves green, love... green bean casserole. I just don't. I'm not a huge green bean person. Yeah, I, I'm a huge green bean person. I'm actually a bigger corn person. But mm. not everybody always has corn around yeah. the old Thanksgiving table. But yeah, yeah. if there's corn there, you better consider it gone, my friend. I mean, fuck, I like your uh, chicken instead of turkey, though. I'll be honest. I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan, dude. I'm not a big fan of the old turkey this time of the year. So there you go. There you have it. All right, we'll talk more about fucking Thanksgiving. We'll we'll get more into rabbit holes, learning more about the TTL crew. Uh, no major leans for me outside of this today, my friend. Some really nasty lines in the NBA. Um, yeah, I mean... I was already seeing so the only one that I was slightly interested in, it, I, I'm staying away 100% from the NBA. Uh, Knicks, it's jumped all over the place. No LeBron tonight, Knicks-Lakers mm, in New York. Mm, it yeah. was like five and a half, then six, and then right before the show, it jumped, went down to four and a half, and I was like, oh, maybe that's enough, low enough for the Knicks, and now it's back up to six. So mm-hmm. I'm out on that one altogether. The Knicks uh, have not been playing well enough to lay that amount of points. I don't care who they're playing right now, honestly. Sure enough, I would lean that direction too, but uh, I'll have to take a look. We'll see what's all coming out there, and then I might have a few, uh, might have a few college basketball plays too. Yeah, ads as well. I'm not sure what, what all will happen, but I didn't have anything leaning wise to bring to the show. So there you go. There you have that. Did you have? Uh, you actually? Uh, what about uh, the game of the night? Uh, number one versus number two, Zags versus UCLA. Uh, yeah, you know, I kind of lean soft towards lean. UCLA. Really, really soft lean. UCLA plus six and a half. It's gone up to seven on some books. Uh. I don't. I don't really know where that finishes, what that does. Um, UCLA really hasn't played top-of-the-line talent yeah. yet outside of Nova, and that Nova, they had to go to overtime and won by the hook. I mean, it, it wasn't any yeah, – I just want to watch some more Gonzaga and some more uh, UCLA, I and I'm going to stay out of these games for now. One. Yeah, I, I can't wait, wait to watch, watch it, but one. I just think you got to stay out of them for now. So yeah. there is that uh, key TTL announcements. We'll remind you again on Wednesday, tomorrow's show, uh, but no Thursday or Friday show. We're going to have a happy Thanksgiving and then uh, take the day off on Friday as well. But we'll have uh, Black Friday shopping. Oh, yeah. Uh, (laughs) But we'll also have (laughs) not at all. I hate Black (laughs) Friday so much. Uh, Cyber Monday, though, sometimes I do take advantage of. Uh, That's always solid. Uh, But we will have Cup of Joe on campus on Saturday, uh, this upcoming Saturday, the 27th. Got a special guest confirmed for 9.30 a.m. So we will will be starting at 8.30 a.m., going until about 9.30, breaking down the last week of college football. Huge loaded week of college basketball. Uh, obviously, we still have the UCLA or USC Cal game, and then the Army Navy game to close out the year. But this is the last full week full, of of games. Full, yeah, full regular season. We'll have uh, the the conference championships the week after. I kind of forgot about that. Also. Yeah, I, I guess that's that's a good point too. And then obviously bowl season. But yeah. as far as Fifty games on a Saturday. This is it. That's a wrap. Yep. There'll be games during the week and shit from here on out. So, 
9.30, though, we'll have a special guest, maybe beyond 15, 30 minutes, whatever the case might be, and then uh, we'll go on and get about our Saturdays. So stay on the lookout for that. We'll remind you of that. Tomorrow, though, uh, 12 p.m. Central Standard Time, Wise Words Season 2, yes. Episode Number 1 is dropping. Holy shit, did we have an interview in a half last night. Um, got a long-term connection, somebody who is an absolute legend in the industry, and just dished out so much good stuff. This one's a longer one. This one uh, went about an hour. He just kept going, and I I wasn't gonna stop him. Mags no. wasn't gonna stop him, no. and he, he was just like, oh, I'm so sorry. I keep going on and on, and, you know. I'm like, no, you are dishing <laughs> out nothing but wise words. Keep going. There is no reason for us to stop you and cut in and ask you a question that you're already answering. Who the fuck the, would we be? Uh, you're you're already <laughs> giving us the answer to. So please hey, keep pal, going. Hey, pal, so relax. It, it was it was absolutely electric. I I absolutely loved it. So. Um, be sure to uh, stay tuned for that. It'll be out tomorrow, 12 p.m. Central Standard Time on our YouTube, and then right after that on all major podcast directories. So be sure to check that out, talkingtheline.com slash wise-words-podcast. Outside of that, uh, make sure to go to talkingtheline.com for all your TTL needs, fixes, content, insights, analysis, everything in between. Check it on out. You'll find all of our best bets. You can bet right from our website, and you can check out all of our shows, all of our blogs. Everything in between is right there for you. Outside of that, I think we just had some action tip-off, partner. I think it's about time that we have some sweaty fun, if you will. Yes. But before we do anything else, you need to uh, dish out here to the fine folks that joined us on episode number 169. No, sir. Kind of wish we would have uh, went into the the lean that we had as far as the 10 a.m. game. Uh, Vermont-Evansville. Vermont's up by five in the second half right now. Vermont's up by five? Second half, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, wish we would have had time to talk about that, but obviously been uh, been done started for over an hour. Wish we could bet on our fucking Illinois schools, man. Mm. These uh, these games. I mean, maybe not today so much. I'm just talking yeah. in general. There's always some good games on going on. I don't. It's, it's yeah. driving me nuts, dude. Ba- yeah. College football, I can stomach it, but not basketball. No, not with how long. Not with how long basketball is, man. It really sucks. So, there you go. There you have it. That's the second half of the show. Uh, well, almost one final segment coming from ya boy. Last but certainly not least, my motivation <laughs> minutes. All right, my friends. It's Thanksgiving, or almost Thanksgiving. It's that time of the year. What's the main word in that? Thanks. Why not? Let's talk a little bit about being thankful. And I've said it a little bit in the past. Uh, I've talked about some similar topics to this, but this is kind of a different perspective, different thought, different track. And I've often said, too, that you can find so much negativity in every single day or toxicity. It seems like you flip open the bird app anymore. And if you don't mute certain people at your first five scrolls, it's going to be something that you don't need to have brought into your life. Because if you ingest that, whether you hear it, whether you watch it, it's going to stick in your brain and it's going to make you be something that you don't want to be, whether subconsciously or not subconsciously. So I had a challenge for you here today. Instead of, searching out the negative stuff instead of oh woe is me i'll never have enough money oh i'll never do this i'll never do that why can't i catch a break oh look at xyz political issue i better put my comment down instead of looking to do that all day long why not look for the things to be thankful for why not start keeping a keen eye for the things that you should be positive about 
the future, the goals that you have, the tunnel that you've been chipping away at that you are so close to reaching the diamonds instead of saying, oh, I'm still so far away. Why don't you take some time to be thankful that you even have the opportunity to be in the tunnel and the opportunity to even dig every single day? I challenge you to start looking for stuff to be thankful through or thankful for throughout your entire day. And, you know, if you start to look for things to be thankful for, it's going to make you look crazy to a lot of people. They might look at you like you got a horn growing out of your forehead because you're so thankful and you're so grateful about everything. But you know what? All the best people are crazy. And I think it's time that we start being crazy about being thankful. And stop being crazy about being negative and being ungrateful and being just, I don't even know what other word to give. You know what you see in today's society. And I, I, I just, I can't stress enough. Stop looking for that stuff. Stop trying to find a reason to bitch, a reason to moan. Something, somebody, a group of people are bitching and you, oh, oh, I better make sure I add my 10 cents into that. Stop. Why don't you go add some, if you're, if you're the eighth person to enter that conversation, why don't you be the first to bring some gratitude? I know it's a wild thought, and you might walk into that group of seven people with that gratitude horn sticking right out of the forehead, <laughs> and they might look at you like you are one goofy fuck, but maybe, just maybe, you change one of their days, and maybe, just maybe, you don't, but I promise it'll change your day. So I challenge you to get crazy about being thankful. And I also challenge you to watch when you do start checking out all the extra blessings that start flowing into your life. The more thankful you get, the more grateful you get, the more positive you become about every single situation you find yourself in, that's all that is reciprocated in your life. If you're stuck in a rut, if you're stuck in the daily monotony, If you're stuck in a negative Nancy shower and you can't get out of it, maybe it's time to look internal, start working on yourself, start being thankful on the inside, and watch the outside turn around. So today, my friends, remember to be thankful. Start looking for things within your day to be thankful about. Maybe if everybody else is being negative as all hell, maybe you go stick your thankful horn right in their face And make them look at you like you're fucking nuts. But while you're happy and you're centered and you're fulfilled and you're grateful and you're thankful, everybody else is unhappy and the opposite of everything. So really at the end of the day, whose happiness are you responsible for? And that does it for my motivation minutes of the day. I love it, my man. You're talking my language of this stuff most definitely. I, uh, yeah, I mean, there's so many different ways to do that as far, whether it, this type of negativity, I mean, some people let it ruin their day, and that's just so, A, that's just so unnecessary, and B, whether it ruins your day or not, it's a waste of time 99% mm. of the time. And uh, that's a uh, time that you won't get back, uh, whether it's that day or, uh, you know, at the end of the days, which obviously gets a little darker, but that's not where I'm going. You know what I'm trying to no, say. No, I get what you're saying. You know what I'm trying to say, man. Mm. Get that negativity out of your damn life. 100%. Just start being thankful, my friends. Just start looking for things to be thankful for, and and I swear it'll turn everything around for you. And I also swear to you that people are going to look at you like you're fucking nuts. But, hey, 
whatever. Fuck Who him. gives a damn? <laughs> Fuck them. Give them the blades. Fuck them. <laughs> there you go. There you have it, my friends. My motivation minutes of the day. All right. That sure seems like an episode of the TTL pod. We got bets to sweat out. We got tickets to fucking cash. We got the money train to get back on steaming towards payday station, my friends. So without further ado... Let's go on and get out of here. Have us a day. But y'all come back now, you here. We need your help in the daily battle with the books. Lock and load them hot and heavy. Get in the trenches with the TTL crew. But for now, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers, far and wide. For myself and Mags. Thank you so much for choosing to stop by the Talking the Line podcast today, get you some insights, analysis, picks, dive into some rabbit holes, get some laughs, get some motivation, everything in between with me and my partner. We cannot thank you enough for your support, your following, everything in between. Thank you for allowing us to uh, chase our dream and our passion every single day. Your support, your following, it does not go unnoticed. We appreciate you from the bottom of our hearts. We hope you have a spectacular rest of your Tuesday, unless you have any other plans. And oh, last but certainly not least, hey partner and all of you out there, let's cash some tickets.